Hi, and welcome to the podcast where we put pros over bros. I'm Brianna. I'm Keely. I'm Allie. And I'm Jessica. This month, we read Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. It was my choice, Brianna's choice. Um, and I finally finished um, a book in time Ooh, for us to record. Snaps and claps. So, yeah. <laughs> And a big but one. if you haven't heard what this book is about, or if you haven't read it yet, um, it's the first book in the Empyrean series written by Rebecca Yaros. Um, it's a fantasy novel that follows the struggles of Violet Soringale and her fellow cadets as they fight for their lives to become dragon riders for the kingdom of Navarre. And Violet was training her whole life to become a scribe um, who focuses on history and the books of the kingdom but her mother who is a famed war general um told her that she will be a writer so um, a dragon writer um and so she must overcome her physical frailty and push aside her scholarly inclinations for both her surname and her perceived weakness um and these two things make her a prime target for the violence of her peers because her mother is the general and there was um, her mother was not very nice to some people, specifically to some children. Um, and Violet is also just a frail, weak little girl, apparently. Um, not only must Violet prove her strength, but she must also navigate an increasingly complex war that disrupts her understanding of the Navarre kingdom and the world beyond. So that's kind of what it's about. I want to know what you guys thought, starting with Keely. Mm -hmm. I've been so excited to talk about this book, y'all, because I absolutely loved it. I could not, like, every time I put it up, picked it up, I didn't want to put it down. And I just always was thinking about it, felt like. Um, short story short, I gave it five stars. And it's wow. been my favorite book so far. So, Ooh. What do you mean so far? Like, in book club or in life? Definitely in book year. club. <laughs> um, in life, you know, it's it's really hard to pick because of the vast collection of books that I've read in my lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, definitely book club. I don't know ever, but um, God, I just loved it so much. And I don't read fantasy. I don't think I've really ever read fantasy. Like, wasn't a Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, any of that fan. Like, I did not get the hype. Um, and so for this one, I, it, I wasn't like, I was kind of indifferent about reading it. I knew it was really big. And so anyways, I, I mean, from the beginning of the book to the very end, I was just kind of in it. Like there was no, at least for me, there was no like slow build and then it got really good. Like I feel a lot of the, I feel like a lot of the books that we have rated highly had a slow start and this one didn't for me. Cause I feel like it just starts like. You know, and she goes into like essentially like um, rider mode. Yeah, so she goes to like battle or whatever it's called. I don't want to say war because she's training or into training. There we go. So anyway, love this book. Um, I love the whole like dragon thing, which again was not expecting. I was like, dude, I want a dragon. I want to be able to communicate <laughs> with a dragon via my mind. Like I'm nerding out. Loved it. I think she's a genius. Already pre-ordered the second one. <laughs> oh, indeed. Love that for you. Yeah. Okay, cool. Allie. Okay, so I loved it. Um I read it so fast. I think I read it in 24 hours. 
Um, and like I read it so much to the point my neck hurt from looking down because I was holding my book like in my lap for most of the reading. Um, I loved it. So I gave it five stars. I have read some fantasy stuff. I'm not like a huge fantasy genre person, but I've read Akatar series. I've read the Cruel Prince series. And I feel like what I loved about like Akatar that series um, and what I thought the pitfalls of it, this book like did did not have those pitfalls. Uh, this was super easy to get into. I struggle a little during world building to like grasp and contextualize and find myself intrigued. But this book, I did not have any issues. And I think it's because they just got right into the action and then they slowly gave you details on the world. So it wasn't super confusing. Um, so I give it five stars. I thought it was super great. Can't, can't wait to read more. I'm very annoyed that I have to wait because I love to wait until series right? are finished before, but I am struggling. <laughs> no decimals, Alex, just a 5.0? It's, it's, yeah, no thoughts, like just vibes. It's so good. If okay. you don't like fantasy, I'd recommend this. If you do like oh, fantasy, yeah. I'd recommend this yeah. because I think it's a really good gateway fantasy book um, without it being overcomplicated and over world building. So. And if you like fantasy, it it has that. So cool. Jess. So I also really enjoyed it. I started reading it at the beginning of the month, knowing that it was 500 pages and knowing I'm not super into fantasy. So I thought I was going to have a hard time like getting through it. Finished it within like three sittings, which was really toxic and unfortunate due to the <laughs> fact that I don't remember most of it now. Um, but yeah, four stars for me. That's how I felt at the end of reading it. Four stars. Um, I like my only and biggest complaint with this book is how freaking annoying Violet was and her internal monologue. You know, I have such a hard time with mm -hmm. internal monologues, but I felt like it was just showing her age. Like she's, I don't know, so immature in my mind. And, you know, so I mean, it's important that young people's internal monologues are accurately portrayed, I guess, but I don't want to hear it. It's so <laughs> annoying to me. Um, if it's a young person, like, let's pick a different POV, I think. So that's my biggest gripe. I just found myself so annoyed with her the whole time. Um, and... Yeah, but I, the fantasy portion of it didn't bother me at all. And that's all she wrote. I just really don't have anything else to add to what you guys have already said. Perfect. I really enjoy this book as well. It did take me, like I just finished this week. So it took me most of the month to read it. That was more just like schedule wise. But like I was constantly thinking about it. And I was taking it to school and, like, reading it on my lunch break and things like that. Because I was like, oh, I just have to know what happens. Like, I have to finish it. Um, mm -hmm. So, I really enjoyed it. To me, it didn't – What before I read it, people had told me that, like, it was fantasy. But it was, like, a good – like, if you haven't read fantasy before, which I haven't, it was a good, like, intro. Um, because mm -hmm. it was, like, easy to follow. And I agree with that. But to me, it didn't even really feel like fantasy. It felt more just like um, uh, like utopian society. 
Like mm-hmm. it reminded me of like the Hunger Games, um, Divergent, like those kind of vibes rather yeah. than fantasy, um, which I think made me like it even more because I loved those books. Um, so for me, this was five stars as well. Um, yeah, I just liked it all. I The only thing about Violet that was like frustrating is like I couldn't understand why she was so frail. I was like, what is like... The story yeah. behind that like I wanted to know mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. other than like it's like was she just like petite and like skinny like just didn't have a lot of muscle or was she like you know born with something to where her like bones were not as like her bones were more yeah. brittle like I just wanted more mm-hmm. um, clarity I feel on that. like it was both but yeah I was also searching for clarity I kept waiting for there to be like this big reveal of like why it is that she's so frail but I think that she's just small and just fragile kind of person I don't I mean that's yeah I mean maybe I'll get into it second book but I feel like there was nothing really to expand upon at at the end of the book yeah um and I felt like I don't know that was like really my only complaint I would say otherwise I really liked it like I loved how it had like the war aspect. It was like deeper than just being at the war college. Like there was actual things going on outside. Um, Mm -hmm. I loved the romance aspect of it. Kind of love triangle friends to almost lovers (laughs) and me to lovers, all that stuff. I really liked it. Um, Mm -hmm. And that kind of like, that wasn't my motivation for reading. But it kept me interested whenever I, like, could have gotten disinterested, if that makes sense. So, yeah, yeah. Overall, I yeah. thought it was great. So, yeah. speaking on that, what did you guys think in terms of Spice? Mm, I, I mean, it, it wasn't, I feel like the Spice picked up after the 60%, right? I mean, for the most part. Yeah, there's, like, two chapters worth, I feel like. But I can't remember if that's ideal. Like very fixture. descriptive, in my opinion, at least compared to what we've read in the past. Um, it, but it wasn't just like it wasn't like Game of Thrones level, obviously. Like it wasn't just like throughout the entirety mm-hmm. of the book. Mm-hmm. But like when it was, when things were spicy, it was spicy, in my opinion. So like I give it at least a three. <laughs> but that's just me. Yeah. Yeah, Allie, what did you think? I actually agree with Keely. So I gave it a three. Um, So I think that the spice was very descriptive. So it was it was there and it was noticed and it was a big part of the chapters that it was included in. Um, But like it wasn't crazy. The book wasn't like every other chapter. They're going at it like rabbits. So I feel like three shows that it was descriptive and detailed and there a few times, but not the whole book was spice. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of between two and three. That's my thoughts. That's all I got. <laughs> I'm good with three. No, th- no further comment. <laughs> okay. Period. Also sidebar. I had to mention this cause I f- forgot to mention it when I was talking about my overall thoughts. I, one thing, one other thing that really bothered me was how the last, like, two chapters 
one or two chapters, it switched to Zayden's POV. The last chapter, yeah. Yes, I feel like that was meaningless. Aside from, like, the author trying to prove that he really did love her and he wasn't manipulating her. I feel like there's another purpose for that. I so agree. I did not need that. Yeah. See, I loved that. I was a little irritated at the beginning because I was like, wait, you're just going to do that right at the very end? But it kind of gave me, like... um, the oh my gosh the no show vibes like the very mm-hmm. end which granted it sh- it switched point of view point of view like between the three ladies mm-hmm. but then he was at the very mm-hmm. very end um but it was just mm-hmm. like the one chapter so it gave me the same vibes as that but then at the very end i was kind of like well i think she's doing this to try and like um set up the next book that's because... what i was wondering i was wondering if the next book's in his pov which, if so, oh, maybe I'm annoyed because I didn't think his POV was any more interesting than Violet's either. Mm. Oh yeah, that's a. Okay. I, I didn't even think about it being like from they his had point the same voice, in my opinion. When does the next one come out? I know it's November, but what date? November sixth. Oh, so yeah. Monday, next Monday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I loved the POV switch, but I read books all the time with POV swaps. Um. And so, like, I'm used to it, like, every other chapter or every two chapters. Which, kind of that thing. would have been fine. So, I just didn't like that it was just at the end, two chapters. And I feel like it didn't advance the story other than to say, oh, he does love her. Yeah, I took it as, like, she is waking up. And so, she's not going to be able to, like, be cognizant with the poison and all that stuff. So, like, I took it that way. Um but I'm hoping it leads up to like a really great POV that she has when she realizes it's her brother, like for the next yeah. book, you know? Yeah. So that's what I'm hoping is that it was trying to give us like, what's going to happen? How is she feeling about all of this? Because I think she, it's about to pop off if it's in her yeah. POV for the next book. Let's talk more about the brother when we get to like mystery predictability, but let's go to laughs. What did y'all laugh? I actually laughed out loud a couple of times. Um, I thought mm-hmm. Tarn, which I don't know how y'all pronounce it in your head. Tarn. That's how I was saying it. The dra- Her dragon. Black dragon. Mm-hmm. I thought their repartee was so funny. Like mm-hmm. I giggled a few times. And then there was a part towards the end that I was giggling out loud about too. It may have been with him too. Or maybe and Darna. I don't know. But I would say 2, 2.5. Oh, interesting. I don't remember. Yeah, I laughed out loud quite a few So time. I can't contribute here. <laughs> Sorry. I laughed out loud quite a few times. Like, I don't think that this is a funny book, but I think they have very witty banter yeah. between characters, which yeah. made me laugh. And I found that. So I was good with like a two. I can go up to it. I felt like it wasn't like a comedy. I was going to say one, but you make some good points about, like, the witty banter. And sometimes Violet just had, like, some good um, jabs. That were kind Especially of at Jack. Yeah. So, I think, yes. too. I think, too. I love that Jack ran away like a little girl in the woods. Little coward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He gave what me about such tears? potato vibes. Like- yeah, but, like, worse. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, like, I could totally see that actor who played Kato. Like, that's who I pictured in my mind the whole time as Jack. Oh, I just imagined I thought he was, like, brunette. Jack. Remind me to come back to voices of people because I have one for Taryn. Okay. Okay, Okay, I'll just say it now. 
Oh, okay. Um, oh, Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to do a voice, Keely. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I just heard Liam Neeson every time it was his dialogue. <laughs> okay. Anyway. I mean, he was, like, you know, protecting his metaphorical daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will find you, and I will kill you. Okay. Tears. <laughs> I think it wasn't, I was not saddened by anything until the very end. And then I had real tears. Like when, like I didn't cry for any of the people that were like lost that we didn't really know. I felt a little sad by the one at the gauntlet, the teammate at the gauntlet. But before Liam, I like did not feel anything really. And then when we got to Liam, I was full crying. Same. So I think too, because it wasn't sad, but when it was sad, it was real sad. Agreed. But I could see more or less. Agreed. I agree with two, but also like because of Liam, but also just like the whole story with like the children of the rebellion was really sad. Mm -hmm. And like how Zayden like was like, okay, well, we can either die or you can let us have a chance in the writer's quadrant. I just thought that was sad. He's like, I thought that was sad too. But I think it's interesting when you gave your, um, what am I trying to say? Synopsis, you said, like, the people didn't like, uh, what's her name? The general? Lilith. Violet's mom. Lilith, sure. People didn't like her because of what she did to the kids. Like, I feel like a lot of people actually really respected her because of that. Like, the, what are they called? Like, the marked kids? Um... They have the relic mark. The relic, yeah, sure. Like, they obviously didn't like her because, like, she Mm -hmm. literally killed their parents. Right. Who were a part of the rebellion. Mm -hmm. But, like, they're the only ones that didn't like the general. Like, everyone else thought she was doing the right thing. And they thought she was protecting the kingdom. Mm -hmm. So, definitely don't agree with that, considering those things, you know, were real. Um, Mm -hmm. But... I just thought that was something that stuck out and I forgot to mention it earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was not in the synopsis I was reading. That was just my interjection. <laughs> yeah. I feel like most of the people that we encountered in the book didn't like her. No. Mm-hmm. I did like, I feel well, like we encountered more in, children of the rebellion than we did. Yeah. Others. I guess. But I felt like I like we're also just trying to like, I'm sorry, Allie, this is on me. I, I interrupted you, so I'm just going to finish. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I felt like people didn't, like, they didn't like Violet because they wanted to, like, be better. Like, I felt like sometimes it was just a competition thing, not a, oh, she's the general's daughter. I think they were like, I want to be better than the general's daughter, not I hate the general. Like, the people with the relics, obviously, they mm-hmm. didn't like her mom because of what she did to their parents. But, like, the people with the relics were only so many people. And then, like, there were also a bigger people who didn't even like the people with the relics still. So those mm-hmm. people would have respected the general, but maybe they still were, like, trying to outdo Violet, like, out of a competition. Yeah. Remember when they stole the map from the mom's office? Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, Slay. Slay. Iconic. Iconic. Allie, what were you going to say earlier? I loved how this book had little nuggets where it was like little Mm. crumb trails Mm -hmm. where you could kind of see where it was going. So like the general, like I never liked her because the crumbs that they led, 
which I thought was a really cool device, but it still was shocking. But that kind of leads us into our next stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So two for tears. What do we think on mystery? Hmm. Jess, take it away. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So before we started recording this, we had a whole discussion on what mystery means to us and how it's different from predictability. So we kind of agreed on things that are puzzling or unknown, um, condition or quality of being secret, strange, or difficult to explain. So that's kind of where we're coming from on the mystery front. So that being said, to me, the mysterious elements were like the creatures outside of the kingdom and who's the enemy? Who are we trying to fight? Why are there walls up? in the kingdom like honestly like do the dragons agree Mm -hmm. that we need to defend the kingdom from these outside creatures you Mm -hmm. know kind of what's what's really Mm -hmm. happening what's really happening and what really is the origin story to me is like the mysterious element of this Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. period so for me i would say three i think that is a Great thing. And I'm glad we talked about it because I was confused and my mystery rating has actually gone up a little because it kind of felt like a game of clue to give us a tidbit and it would make me try to put the puzzle together. So like when the note about the like when she was trying to find the book on those creatures and it wasn't existing, I was like, why? Why is there why is there nothing? Like what is this? Yeah. So I was like, yeah. that's kind of a mystery. I think it will also eventually play into predictability too. But like to me, I was trying to put the pieces together with the dad's note. And I'm like, wait, did he know about something? What did he know? Like, why is this note here? Um also, why do they burn things? Like that was a big question for me. And it yeah. makes me think that they're trying to hide information and not pass it on to future generations That's because they want to control a narrative. You're saying so, specifically like, when I, someone dies. Mm-hmm, that they burn everything. Cause then when like the letter came back and like in the book and stuff and the book that she had, if her mom would have found it, she would have burned it. I'm like, why are they doing this? Like to me, it doesn't make sense. But then I'm like, oh, maybe either doing it for this so now I have conspiracies mm-hmm. so I think three because I have conspiracies okay Keely oh I agree all the things yep three <laughs> okay yeah I go to three two I also think that there were just so many characters that were mysterious and Ali earlier mentioned um like the re- the children of the rebellion like meeting like why were they meeting what were they talking about that part was mysterious, but like, there's just so many characters where like, like, obviously you're always going to be in the narrator's head. So you like understand them and they're not really that mysterious, but I feel like everyone else, not everyone, but several other characters were very, very mysterious. Like, um, Zayden was pretty mysterious for a while, just like figuring out his motives and things like that. Um, yeah. And yeah, there is other characters. So yeah, three's good. What about cheese? Due to the mm. fact that I had to listen to Violet's internal monologue, I thought it was pretty cheesy. But I think realistically it was probably more like a one or a two, but I didn't like her See, internal monologue. I I I don't know. Some, I'm not as like I don't know, I felt pretty indifferent about her di- inner dialogue. Um, the only thing I was really annoyed about in the book was Dane. That's easy. Um, 
so cheese, I don't know. I would say one, but I don't know why. Other, well, I mean, the romance aspect of it, like, I think, you know, I, I tried to call, I, I thought Zayden and Violet would get together. Like, that wasn't something that was super, like, is it going to happen? Is it not? Like, it just, it was like, okay, yeah, we know that's going to happen probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but that whole, like, lusting after each other and I need you I can't live without you blah 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 which I mean really you couldn't live without the other (laughs) because you would one of them would most likely die (laughs) yeah but still like that like I can't live without you I love you I think about you I was pretty cheesy so I would say between a one and two okay but did you not think that entire like oh if she dies like He'll probably die too. Do you not think that was so annoying? Because That's every two th- seconds she was like, does he like me? No, he probably just needs me around because like otherwise he'll die. Like get over yourself, Violet. He obviously likes you. <laughs> I mean, no, not so much. But yeah. it hurt like when Liam died because oh, that Day died. Die, Day, whatever his dragon's name died. Like yeah. that kind of bond, that mm-hmm. tore me up. Like I've only cried once mm-hmm. before in a I know I'm going back to tears, but like, so this is to talk about like the bond. I didn't feel like it was that cheesy, even between Violet and Zayden. It was so just the talking about yeah. how they loved de- or how much they like thought about each other. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think the bond between people and dragon was cheesy, <laughs> which is kind of funny to say. I was like, yeah, that totally tracks. <laughs> but yeah, the bond between Zayden and, um, Violet. I was like, cheese monster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was kind of reminiscent of a like a person with a dog. I think yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. I think cheese was probably like a two for me. Um, I don't think the, the bond with I'm going to die if you die was super cheesy just because it like made sense with the dragon connection in my brain. But I do get how that can be really cheesy because that's an overdone thing. Um, and typically people are moving on way too fast. So if it would have been like the love thing, I would have been like, ew, too fast, too soon. Um, but I do think that the cheese was there with some of the way that the tropes played out. Like it was, oh, her best friend wants to protect her and he's just being really cheesy and je- jealous and territorial. Like, I thought Dane was cheesy when he was being, like, jealous and mm-hmm. weird and stuff. And I just was like, dude. And then I felt um, some of the tropes were just, like, they're just a little cheesy. Like, I know what's going to happen. So. Yeah, I definitely felt the cheese factor with Dane and then like y'all mentioned like with um Zayden and Violet like enemies to lovers like we knew they were gonna get together and they did it I feel like she did it in the least cheesy way possible but it was still cheesy yeah. um mm-hmm. and there was one other thing that I thought was cheesy oh the fact that they used Andarna as like the pawn to get the biggest dragon I feel like that was kind of cheesy. I feel like that's kind of like, you know, who's going to save the underdog so you get the big dog kind of thing. Mm. Okay, but I also feel like, I don't feel like that was cheesy. 
because I don't feel like it really came. I don't feel like that was the intention of the actual dragons. Obviously, it was of the writer, but like Taryn said, and Darna just like went on her own. Like she technically shouldn't have because like she really can't bond because she really can't even like carry a rider. She doesn't even have powers, and so like she can bond, but like isn't supposed to really. So I felt like touche. And then he just. And he just respected her, you know. Anyway, to me, that wasn't cheesy. I was kind of like, yes, but I did see it coming. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So- <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, well, so I'm going to two on think- cheese. So we're, we've already kind of been, like, tiptoeing around predictability. So are we good to go there? Or did you have something else? Yes. Adam? One second. I have one thing I forgot about cheese. I thought the lightning was cheesy when they were having sex. And yeah. <laughs> I thought Riddick's lines were cheesy. I loved oh, yeah. it. I loved him as a character. He is the comic relief character, but he is all cheese. Yeah, all Riddick time. was. Right I didn't think the lightning was, was perfect. Riddick was. I just thought it was like we blew out the window. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought <laughs> it was. Funny. No, I'm with you, Allie. I thought that was cheesy. Like, oh no, he wrecked my whole room. It gives me like a Twilight <laughs> honeymoon. Bed. Yeah, Bella and Edward went on their honeymoon. Yes, a hundred. My favorite thing was like the everything but the bed. We wrecked everything. I was like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> See, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> oh yeah, add to the laughs. Okay, predictability. <laughs> okay, I have maybe a hot mm. take here, but I thought this book was very predictable. Mm-hmm. Like I no, would maybe I, I would venture to say a four. Oh, I I don't think that's I agree, and the only reason I'm gonna take my four because I was thinking four before we talked about mystery, um, down to a three is because I was so shocked by two things. So I'm like, take a star away, but I do think three or four. Like, but she leaves you breadcrumbs the whole time to make you be like why why is this happening and then be like oh I saw this coming because of xyz and so I think mm-hmm. that that can happen but I was shocked yeah let Liam me tell you the things being, oh yeah like because he's like such a great character I was like it you are you're supposed to have five books no he's such like a great character you like cool yeah yeah well and I almost felt like at least one of her friends was bound to die I didn't call oh, yeah. him I called the girl what was her name yeah Leon. like yeah, Rhiannon. And um, then what else did I call? When they mentioned like, oh, this whatever Taryn's like bre- uh, breed is for dragon. When they mentioned that breed, mm-hmm. I was like, watch, he's going to pick the littlest yeah. one. Uh-huh. And then obviously when Anderna is like flashing her tail for um, <laughs> Violet, I was like, yeah, 100%. That's like that's a connection for sure. What else did I, I called so many things because by the end I was like, I had a lot of fun reading this, even though I called like mm-hmm. a lot of it. Oh, I did kind of, I was really suspicious that the brother might still be alive. Mm-hmm. I wasn't I convinced, the ending. but I was suspicious. I'm just um, in the dark here because no. And then, and then those like those creatures outside of the kingdom when she's uh-huh. like, oh yeah, this, mm-hmm. this was like a fake mystery book, whatever. Fairy tale book. That's what I was trying to say. Folk fairy tales, tale book. Yeah. My dad read me, but then she can't find it in the archives. Like, if it's just a fairy tale book that your dad right. read you, it'd be in the archives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I called the brother 100%. Oh my gosh. What? 100%. I did not see that coming. It hit me in I, the face. I still don't know whether the mom knows that he's still alive for real or if she mm-hmm. thinks 
he was murdered. I, I'm really curious to mm-hmm. dive more into that. But yeah, I totally saw the ending coming. And I was like, I'm lit. I like, I just know he's hot. Oh, he's I'm so lit. hot. I have a whole list. I have a list of who I think is hot. I'll read it in a little bit. Okay, I'm excited. Allie, what was your other shocking part? <laughs> okay, so I was shocked. So I thought something with the brother was going to happen. Um, but I thought maybe the mom killed him. Ooh. I thought like the mom was trying because she's like such she's giving me such bad vibes, especially when um Violet was like, Well, what about why did you go like live with blah blah blah? Like, why didn't you live with your mom? She wasn't part of it. And he's like, No, they killed everyone's parents. They did not, even if they weren't a part of it. I was like, bad vibes, bad vibe. No, uh uh-uh, uh. So um I thought she had killed her. And then I did um I didn't see Dane reading her memories like with the small touch. Yeah. Oh, I, I, was that one. I saw that one. That. Like, I was shocked by that one, but I was just like, of course yeah, he did. I don't know boy. why I was shocked because I was like, you are a little yeah. weasel and I know I hate you and I don't know why I didn't. Like, I thought, like, Violet, like, I would know if he did. I didn't Let, think that we even I know. Thought I just he thought he had to have her. two hands, not just one. Yeah. So like no, as soon as he like, said like oh she said he put his hand on my face I was like that's suspicious and then I thought <laughs> he read her memory 100% he did and like, then when it came back I was like me. you dummy Violet how did you not know that <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah I'm good with yeah I can definitely see four, four. four and what'd you say Allie three. I'm good with three or four okay yeah me too I feel I feel really good about four, but Keely is giving like she didn't call many of these things. So no, if we can each come down to three, I'm we can. glad because I'm glad <laughs> I was in the dark and I was basically stupid throughout this whole book <laughs> calling things because I really enjoyed being slapped in the face with some of this. Didn't call Brennan. Didn't call Dane. No, I thought he was just like being like overprotective, brotherly like kind of dude. Didn't call. Oh, no, 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 no. I did think, like, something with the folk fairy tale stuff was going to happen. I did think a close Mm -hmm. friend was going to die. I thought it would be Rhiannon. It was actually Liam. Gutted. Why are you saying Rhiannon like that? Rhiannon? Rhiannon? I thought it was Rhiannon with an O. I thought... I've I've met Rhiannons that spell it with an O, but we can commit to Rhiannon. I just did not read it that way in my head. Oh. I called her Rihanna in my head. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you guys what I was calling her because it was none of those three things you guys said. <laughs> I, think I, I think I'll say. I think I was saying like Ryonin. Oh, me oh my. <laughs> is what it is. Okay, Honestly, no. for a fantasy book, you might be the closest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> was Dane not just giving total Gale vibes from Hunger Games? Yes. 120 million thousand percent. Can't, yeah. can't speak to that. <laughs> Neither can I. Yeah. OMG, have you guys not seen the movie? Like where you think, oh, he's hot. Oh, and then you're like, oh, this is not working. It's been so long. Yeah. I've, so I've long. seen the movies. I did not read the books. You know how my memory works. Like, Okay, well, okay, well. Once over on the movies, <laughs> it's not sufficient. Okay, well, yeah, he's hot, but he's like annoying, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, but what were you saying, Keely, about... Um... <laughs> Why didn't you just say that out loud? Well, I thought you were going to still converse, so I was trying to be sly. I can come up to a three. (laughs) Okay, Okay, three is fine. I'll I'll meet you in the middle, even though I feel like Sweet. Sweet. (laughs) You can put it perfect. I think... um, When you repost it to your story, you can say, I thought four. (laughs) (laughs) Mm 
What were you going to say, Allie? Oh, I just, I just thought like it was such a good game of clue, this book. Because she left you the crumbs. You can figure yeah. it out. You still have those aha moments. And you still like, I thought of the the brother once they said, we have to go to a different healer. I was like, ah, oh, he's alive. Like, right. Yeah. We were freaking out about that. I was like, he's probably alive. That I, when I read, I like saw it coming, but I still audibly gasped. I was like reading before bed mm-hmm. and Harrison was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> okay. I need you guys. I need you guys to put words to the meme slash gif that I've seen, but I can't remember the name of the actor who does it. But this is how I felt multiple times. Every time, like I called something and it came true. This is how I felt. <laughs> Do you know that gif? Yeah. Oh, it's uh, Jonah Hill. Jonah yeah. Hill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Jazz hands basically next to his face, excited face, like going back, back and forth. <laughs> like I was literally reading on my patio and occasionally I would just. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Mine was more like mm-hmm. um, that sound that's like, am I better than everyone? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I thought Riddick would be the one that would die. That was the one oh, other I thing thought I did was- I thought it was Rhiannon, but yeah, me too. Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Cause I was like, he is enough of a, of a cute little goober, but yeah. he, he's not enough to like, I thought they were going to have a Harry Potter, like main three, you know how like a lot of fantasy books Ooh, have yeah. like the three main people. So I thought it was her and her two like friends. Yeah. And also, I, I felt like when they were her. calling her Rye, that it was Rye and not Re. I was reading as Rye. Can't I'm explain it. That's just how I'm my gonna stick going. with my Ryonin, honestly. It's okay. fine until, until it. I I just need this Here, to be made into a show. So then I can know how to say it. So you can commit to one. Um whilst we're like mm-hmm. almost between sections, do we want to take a, a quick break so Allie can like restart her router or something? Her vi- her, her Oh, never mind. Oh, I don't think I can do that at the current moment because Sam is also having to do something right now on Wi-Fi. So got it. I can like log out. I mean, it's it comes and goes. So, like right now, it's good. Yeah, it's probably just the snow. But then it'll have like a minute of real bad. Yeah, it's fine right now. But there's yeah. definitely been moments when you're talking and it like breaks up while you're talking. Yeah. So that's and why I, I was pitching you, that like, idea. Yeah, and then you like freeze, and so I think you're not talking. So I've been like talking over you a couple times. Sorry. Oh, no, you're good. I've just thought I've been interrupting the whole time because I'm like, oh, no, dang it. And then no, um, I was fine. worried that on the recording that your guys's voice would sound like little chickmunks because someone will be talking and then it will stop. And then all of a sudden the voices go super fast. <laughs> so then I'm like, oh, OK, they're still talking. And then like your mouth was moving, Brianna. And I think Jess was then talking after you. And then Keely was talking after, but like your mouse were not like the voices were not with the person who was talking. And I was like, I'm going to ride this one out. That's so trippy. (laughs) Okay. Well, if we can't do anything about it, then we can keep going. But we're good. Yeah. I just wanted to pitch it in case that was an option. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into some questions. Kiwi, you go first. Okay. So my first question, and I'll answer it first just to maybe give some better context as to why I ask, I'm i asking this question. What was your favorite part of the book? I just about slammed my Kindle on the table at work. Yes, I was reading at work. It was a slow day. <laughs> when 
she met Andarna and Tarn in the forest. And then they started communicating or like, I, I don't know. I didn't predict that happening. Okay. I kind of predicted that like maybe he would go to her. Cause like, she's a small frail one. Kind of like, I think what Jess was saying earlier, like she's a small one. He's this big, you know, popular dragon. He's like the head dragon. Um, I did kind of see that happening. I didn't see the two dragon thing happening though. So anyway, that whole meetup scene, um, like just, I was shook. I was so happy. And I didn't think I would be so happy to like read about a human bonding with a dragon <laughs> and like them being able to communicate to each other. I thought that was just so cool. And that was my favorite part of the book. Um, so yeah, what was y'all's favorite part of the book? So mine, like I can't remember one specific instance, but um, I did really like similar to what you're saying Keely like anytime Taryn was talking to Violet and Anderna I was like on cloud nine because I would love to be able to talk to like dogs <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so I was just like this is so sweet that they just like have this connection and Taryn just like loves her even though he thinks she's silly mm -hmm. and I don't know so I think my favorite part was just when he was talking like sometimes he would be talking to her and, you know, they'd be, like, conversing as it goes. And I would, like, keep reading longer, hoping that, like, he'd come back soon. Mm -hmm. But then he wouldn't because then she'd be too busy, like, complaining about Zayden. Just, like, shut your mouth, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Great. It was kind of all my favorites. But mm -hmm. I love... I just am, like, in pain still about Liam. I'm still not over it. I just wanted, like, more of him. And I really wanted him to find love. Aww. And secretly, I really mm -hmm. wanted him and Violet to end up together. Even though I knew that wasn't going to happen. But, like, whenever they were at the ball or whatever, and he still mm. went. Even though it was, like, nobody else went. And he was just so sweet to her. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, anything with Liam, I was like, heart. Yeah, yeah. I did love Liam. And then... I don't know. I truly just like kind of loved like most of it, like arguably all of it. I mean, I said there's parts I didn't love, but like, you know, details. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite was the banter, but there's not like a specific part. It's just all the characters banter, um, like the friends with each other, her with her dragons, um, all the stuff I loved. But I think like a specific part that I really liked was I knew Violet would get through the gauntlet, even though, I mean, she's main character, so I knew she'd get through it. Um, but I really liked her creativity. I liked how Amber had a conniption fit. Little ho. And I loved how later, I know. And then I loved how later she got her, um, like moment to die. Um, and I loved how Zayden was like, touch her and I, and you die. I love the little like enemies to love her, touch her and you die kind of trope things. It just like so cheesy, but just warms my little heart. And I love how he believed her. And then how Dane was so like terrible. I was like, Ooh, yep. This is when we're starting to turn. Like I was like, this is the moment where all the characters are finally solidifying into their, like their role in my brain. Yeah. And you're recognizing who is what. I have one other one other favorite part is whenever they won the uh, not the war games but the other thing 
And then they went mm-hmm. and her sister was there. Oh, yeah. Montserrat. Yeah. Loved. Mm-hmm. Loved. Um, and then mm-hmm. this is not a favorite part. This is just something that I thought was so cool. The shadow wielding. Pretty slow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Like how he was like, like could have used shadows to like save him from falling off. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. My second question. Um, if you had to pick between being a writer, scribe, part of the infantry, or is it healer that's the fourth? Yeah. What mm-hmm. would you be? I'm so sorry. Can I ask a silly cue? Yeah. What's infantry? Mm-hmm. That is the people who like set up camps, right? And yeah, just oh, kind of live like military. They like they're military. military. Yeah. I guess. And they I would said pick... like forty infantry people will take on like the same amount as one dragon and rider. So like they oh, seem like they do no. fight as well, but it's like they, on like one dragon and rider is worth forty of the intran- infantry people. No, yeah. no, no. I would. I suppose be a healer. Nice. Nice, nice. Yeah. You can call me, what was his name? Brennan? <laughs> yeah. Well, he was still a rider. He was a mender. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. I thought he was a rider with healing skills. Like, yeah. whatever, yeah. I'd be a healer. But yeah. <laughs> I don't need to be a rider. <laughs> Too scared. <laughs> I'm not ready to answer, so Ali, I need you to go. Okay. Um, I'd probably be a scribe. I, I love, would totally be a scribe. I Called love it. history. I love learning. <laughs> I would be a scribe. I hate working hipster? out. Me? No. I said um history. Oh, history. <laughs> okay. Oh no. Yeah, not a hipster. Um I hate working out. Like I can't think of anything worse than physical activity. And so that takes out two of them right on top of that. Mm-hmm. I'm not good with blood either, so. <laughs> All right, easy. Keely, can you go next? <laughs> sure. While I think it would be badass to be a writer, like I want to be that person, I have to think practically here. And I think I would want to be a healer. To be able to just like, you know, like. <laughs> The sixes can be healers together. Yeah. I think it would be so cool to be able to like. Not, I don't think they said you can't bring me back anybody back from the dead. But like you can like the strongest healers can can basically take them off the cusp of death. Like that's pretty cool. Yeah. So. I know I would not be a scribe because they weren't allowed to show emotions and they have to wear beige. And that's a terrible color on me. And I hate history. <laughs> Um, so I know I wouldn't be a scribe. I don't think I would be infantry. That just doesn't sound, um, delightful Mm -mm. in my, in my, I would be a healer who like was obsessed with the writers, you know? There you go. Oh yeah. Like I would be a writer at heart, but I would never survive that. I just know myself. Mm -hmm. There's no way. Um, yeah, like I, yeah, <laughs> there's just no way. Um, so yeah, I would be a healer with mm-hmm. a with the spirit of a rider. Yeah, you like got to get tight with the rider so you can go like hang out with the dragons and like, right, right, be, like right. hey yo, what's up, Andarna? No, like, I don't even want to hang out the, with the dragons. I just want me like a my rider man, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> <Shut>. <laughs> like Violet's parents. <laughs> well, the healers couldn't. Um, 
like the writers are the ones that can get married at the youngest age. So like, you know, yeah, healer and a writer. What's mm-hmm. up? No, but as as somebody who's not a writer, you wouldn't be able to. You'd have to marry down in age because you wouldn't be allowed to marry yet. So, Cradle Robert, (laughs) or they just aren't. They just didn't get married as early as possible. Yeah, maybe if Liam lived, he would have waited. Yeah, he would have waited. He died. Rip or Brennan. I guess, but Mm -hmm. you know, Brennan's got a girly outside the walls. (laughs) okay but like what if him and rhino like became a thing you say rhino (laughs) yeah i'm just i'm just clinging to that one now (laughs) you mean rihanna (laughs) yes that's who she's talking about (laughs) if that happens i'm gonna have an ick (laughs) i just don't really but i did see rihanna like rihanna Yeah, I don't either. I could see her and Myra, too, because she likes Tara. Yeah. But Garrison, total healer, sweetie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You think? Yeah. You don't think he would be a scribe? You guys both give me scribe energy. I can't explain it. Me and Allie or me and Garrison? You and Garrison. Oh. You can't show any emotion. You're allowed to smile. I would not survive. You can't show emotion, like, when you're scribing. But, like, the deaf girl, she was so sweet. She loved Violet. Mm-hmm. And she was a scribe. Reagan I feel like you scribe. would be, like... I hate history. That sounds like the that sounds like my nightmare. But you're good at remembering that kind of stuff. Like, no, the Bible, I'm literally I not. I feel like you're good at those <laughs> Okay, yeah, I do. I do remember lots of things from the Bible, too. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. You just give me scribe energy. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I actually mean it in a really good way. And I love... I love beige. Like, I would love to be a scribe, but I don't have that kind of memory. You look cute in beige. I don't. We, we're colored so similarly. <laughs> Your undertones are just a little Aww. pinker than mine. What, Allie? You're freaking out. <laughs> but, Jess, you're like a winter. I'm a summer. That's just, like, not true. On yeah. either front. I have been really into color theory. We need to discuss this later. <laughs> Allie has been trying to say something, but she's delayed. <laughs> it's all good. I have another conspiracy. Oh, I just thought about it. it. So we we're talking about scribes, you know, um, and her dad was a scribe. So then we we're talking about like, oh, he he loved and like the general loved um, the scribe. So like they can show emotions probably outside of their like job duty thing. But I was like, oh, my God. God, what if the general found out and that he was like mm. a rebellion sympathizer and like mm-hmm. was feel, finding the history and mm-hmm. then realized and then she's like, I can't have that because I will get killed. My she kids will him? be marked. And she offed him. Y'all, big brain no. conspiracy. Oh, oh. Rebecca, are you listening? Can you write that in so I can be right? <laughs> Rebecca's 100% done writing <laughs> with this book. All five books? No, I meant with the one that's coming out soon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we don't have to find this out until, like, book five if we want. Like, when five the general books? is on her knees about to die. Yeah, girl. Dog, I do not think I can take Violet for five books. It's okay. But I am really looking forward to reading number two. Yeah. Heck yeah. Speaking my truth. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. Whose question's next? <laughs> Wait, did you say what you would be, Keely? Sorry. Oh, you said healer. Uh, Never mind. Yeah, healer. Okay, mm-hmm. well, let's go into um, 
Allie's because we just kind of mentioned your second question, Allie. Yeah. So um, are you reading, are you going to read probably the rest of the books? I feel like knowing how we just answered, we're all thinking about number two and then Mm -hmm. we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, Yeah. But but I also kind of have like a different question that's not on there and I'm changing it. Would you prefer this to be a movie or a television show and who would you want to do it? I'm going to say a television show with HBO because they did so well with the dragon CGI. Yeah, that is A, such a good question. B, couldn't agree more. Definitely needs to be a series, especially considering like there's five books left. You know, Mm -hmm. like we could do a book a season. Mm -hmm. That would be so juicy. Just like chomp, chomp, chomp. I don't care who does it, honestly, as (laughs) Mm -hmm. long as I have access to it, because I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have HBO. I don't have Apple TV. So I would, I don't Mm -hmm. care. I don't care who does it as long as I have access to it. So um, we're talking Mm -hmm. like Amazon Prime. I'm cool. Netflix, I'm cool. Uh, Hulu, I'm cool. Mm -hmm. So unless HBO wants to reach out to me (laughs) to give me a free membership, I would accept that. Or I would also accept it from Apple TV. Um, Mm -hmm. So I know we have such a big following and fan base, but (laughs) (laughs) I would accept it from either of them if our fan base got it to them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Keely, what do you think? Oh, HBO 100%. Mostly because of the graphics, the language, the spice. Um, So, yeah, I think HBO just fits Mm -hmm. based on the other shows that I've watched on HBO. And, yeah, television series, 100%. There's just too much to cover. (laughs) If you do it in a movie, you're just going to leave out too Mm -hmm. much. Yeah, I agree. TV, I would be fine with HBO. Um, I haven't watched a lot of their shows that have a lot of graphics, but I know, like, Game of Thrones and... What's the one about the dragon? Like, has, like, I mean, like, has, whatever. The, the prequel to Game of Thrones. Yeah, House of Dragon. But this book did kind of give me, like, Witcher vibes a little. Not mm. a ton. Fans don't come for me in the comments. Okay? Just a little. <laughs> All those fans. So I could see it <laughs> being on Netflix as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot yeah. of streaming services could do it well. Yeah. I just picture it. You just have, have a good budget. It definitely gives... Also, isn't HBO Max now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It gives Max vibes for they sure. Or Prime. Max. Yeah, it gives Max mm-hmm. or Prime vibes to me. Okay, Ali, you put yeah. on your question. Prime did um, the Lord of the Rings. Prime did Lord of the Rings, the prequel, I think, or something. Um, and that had a really big budget and was apparently mm-hmm. really well done graphically. Because mm-hmm. that's what I care about is how big's the budget so we can get good graphics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's going to be it for me. I feel like we already talked about my other one. So that's why okay. I changed it to TV or movie. That's a good okay. question. Jeff? Oh, I'm so glad you decided to contact me at this time. Um, <laughs> so I'm changing my I'm pivoting. I'm We're mid-pivot. So my first question I got from, what was that place called? Uh, hold, please. Got to cite my sources. Libromaniacs? book club discussion guide for this book it's um is dane gaslighting violet or truly trying to protect her what's his motivation i feel like i have so many thoughts i feel like the end of the book oh sorry told us that like when it switched to his pov told us that he does love her but oh wait never mind i was thinking of zayden yeah (laughs) pause somebody else Okay, so I think Dane does want to protect her in a 
sense, but he wants it to be his way. So I don't think at the beginning he was gaslighting. I just think he really does not see her for her worth, um, which is very frustrating for her. And I think his motivation is to keep her the way he wants her um, and keep her the way that he like, because they're from childhood and they're friends and past and stuff. So I think he's wanting to keep her the violet he knows because he loves that violet. And he doesn't want to like her to change. So I think it starts off like that. But then I think it turns into, I don't think he would ever protect her for her. Like if it was just for her and do what's Mm -hmm. best for her, because he doesn't listen to what she wants and what is best for her. So I think he has like a warped sense of her protection and then he will never go against the rules. And I think since he read her mind, um, it completely changed his character development and arc from a friend who is meaning well, but going about it in a bad way. Um, I think he is now just going to be on the side of Snake. the evil people. Yeah, totally agree. Snake. I think. Th- oh, sorry, Brianna. Um, I think that I retweet basically everything you said. I think that. Dang it, lost my train of thought. Go ahead, Brianna. I'll get back to it. I just kept saying snake is all. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. I think like now that he realizes that or when he found out that Zayden and Violet are together, basically, I think that's just going to like send him down like a rabbit hole of just like being the extreme. I don't know, maybe not being like the toxic person within this kingdom that everybody thought was so noble and so protective but is actually has like mm-hmm. a lot of skeletons in the closet i think he's just gonna like become that and i think the mm-hmm. violet thing probably pushed him over the edge because he was like a major rule follower so much so that he almost he did put rules over violet um he valued the rules more than he valued their friendship and so now i think he's just so mad We'll see how it plays out, obviously. But my prediction is that he's just going to, like, turn into basically, like, General Soren's Gale protege. Like, sort of, like, just going to become that toxic leader. Yeah, I feel like he, like, started with good... He has he had good intentions for a long time. Mm. But he started... He just, like, had no faith in her surviving. And I feel like it was more, like, out of selfish ambition like he mm-hmm. wanted her to survive because he like wanted her as his girl but I also don't know that he really like wanted her until he saw like oh uh-uh. she can, she's gonna live at the same time but he was always touching her face like even before yeah. just touching her face to touch her face I was like it wasn't that like weird to me at first I was like okay and then he just got so annoying as the book progressed um, but I think once he saw her memory with Zayden, that's when he was like, oh, well, she knew this and didn't tell anybody, so I'm going to tell. And that's when he, like, switched. But I do wonder if he, like, held the secret until he saw her and Zayden together or if he had exposed the secret before. I don't know. Mm. But I do agree, Keely. I feel like he started... Like, right now, he's not the way that you um, were describing. But I think he will become like that. Mm-hmm. Like, he will become just a bad person. Yeah. 
I think too, he had the ability to protect her at the very end when um, Zayden came and was like, hey, you're coming with me and my group because our dragons. And he had the ability to be like, no, don't go. And like, why? And stop her from that. And instead he was like, it was nice knowing you, like in theory or whatever. And so it's just, he had the ability to say it. And the wing leader and like the rebellion kids, like Zayden and all of them would have probably still gone um, and did and protected because they are very passionate about that um, project. So it's their passion project. So <laughs> I think they still would have gone, but he literally put it, her up to die anyways, either way, because if, if Zayden died, she dies and he knows yeah. that because their dragons are connected. And so he knows that Taryn would not be able to survive his mate dying. Mm-hmm. And then if the dragon dies, the rider dies. Like it, there's no, Oh, Zayden might be killed. No, the blue dragon and Zayden are going to get killed. I can't say her name. I'm so sorry. But, Scale. Like he knew the whole time. He did not protect her at all at the end. He, he's like, Oh, you picked him. I'm sending you to your death as Rivet. Yeah. I also, um, oh man, I forgot what the heck I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, no. I was going to say Dane's like whole, oh, I'm a rule follower thing is like, it's gone too far. Mm-hmm. Like he's mm-hmm. being a rule follower to a fault, like to a point mm-hmm. where it's like hurting the people he, you know, allegedly loves the most, i.e. Violet. And he doesn't care because, like, he cares more about the rules and I think the status that comes with following the rules and playing the game the air quotes right way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it was so trash that he was... What? Oh, it's like this. He's like the book or the game in Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow solution. He's like Sadie's game. Where you do everything you're told, and then you find out at the end of the game, you're yeah. the bad guy, and you were on oh, the side. Oh, yeah. And so he that was a good connection. Is solution. I was so lost for a second, but yeah, period. Good, good. Yeah, that's. I, th- I just think it's so trash that he was reading her memories, like, from the beginning. Truly. Because he was always touching her face, even before she was even, like, chitty-chatting with Zayden. He was always just touching her face. And I thought it was, like, romantic, and I was like, ooh, hee And now I'm like, Nope. That's just ugh. I never put that together. Either. Yeah, I didn't like, really like together I didn't feel like he was trying to read her memories those first times. I think he just like felt like he owned her and like could touch her face. Mm-hmm. And then I think like when he wanted yeah. to, that's when he actually like looked at the memory. I don't think I don't know. Yeah. I just don't think he was doing it the whole well, time. Now it's a mystery. Yeah, it is a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also okay. very curious to see doing it the whole time. I'm very yeah. very curious to see if the other dragons inside the like kingdom in the wards know that they're still alive. Or if like once they left the wards, if they like couldn't oh. hear them and communicate. Well, I thought Taryn said like it gets harder to communicate like between dragons outside of the ward. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so did. I think that like there sense. might be yeah. a breakdown in communication when one's inside and one's outside. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I'm um, very I also think see that play out though. I also okay, wonder so- the extent of Dane's power 
because I think it said at the beginning that he can see their recent memories. Um, but I don't know if he has to like think about it, you know, how like all the powers seem like they're not just, you have to think about it. You have to like do actively do it. So I do wonder if he did read the minds um, about the first group meeting because Zayden would have been put to death immediately because he's responsible. And like, if they didn't follow the rules, he would have been killed. So he could have used that to get Zayden killed. So I don't know if he ever like read that, but I don't know how he would know all the marked ones to go to this thing either. Just all confused. But also Zayden picked all the marked ones, marked ones. Mm. Not, not Dane. He only picked mm. or whatever. What were you saying, Jess? Mm. Oh, I was just going to move on from that question. I have, I was going to read my note on who I think is hot and who I think is not. Love mm. it. I'm ready. Do it. Okay. So I, I wrote like, I just made little bullet points as I was going. So like I started off with Dane, overprotective and annoying or hot, question mark. And I did sub bullet, so annoying, probably also still hot. But then <laughs> afterwards, this is how I've decided to describe Dane. <clears throat> Dane is like a former former high school football player. Like when yes. you're in high school, you think he's hot because he's on the football team. He's in real life, like second string, but he still thinks he's hot stuff. And so you're kind of like, yeah, I guess if you are thinking you're hot stuff, then you probably are hot stuff. And he, like, works out a little bit. But then as soon as he leaves high school, he's big loser town. And he thinks every, like, woman around him owes him for, like, ugh, being so hot. So that's how I decided to describe Dane. Um, Liam, hot. Liam's, like, boy next door. Like, purest of intentions. The hottest kind. 100%. Like, 100%. Yeah. like you're not going to look at Liam and think, like, dang, that man is, like, a 100 out of 10 but like you're gonna see him and you're gonna think he's at least a 9 out of 10 and then you get to know him and you're like all right okay 100 out of 10 for sure yep 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 um rydock or however you guys want to say that i don't mm -hmm. care hot in a frat boy way with a heart of gold <laughs> <laughs> yeah like he's just messing yeah. around to like have a good time but he's definitely giving frat boy vibes but he but he's not like mm -hmm. but he doesn't have the heart of a frat boy like he loves his team yeah. and he's like you know gonna fight for his team um mm -hmm. Sawyer I don't really remember who Sawyer is but I said very attractive very sweet like I think he's the one that was the second year but had to start over because he didn't bond with the dragon yeah yeah Sawyer's and the one that was with mm -hmm. um and like they were kind of together yeah they had a fling but Rhiannon had a fling with a few people yeah yeah but I, I felt like Sawyer was like mm -hmm. very sweet like underappreciated Hard worker. And then Zayden, I decided it was overhyped and not that hot. He just has the bad boy element going for him. And I really stand by that. Also, like, if you have to say a guy's hot as many times as Violet did, he's not that hot. I stand by that. I don't know, and man. Then, That's only what I like, disagree on. <laughs> your, your pros, or mm -hmm. sorry, your Goodreads review, like, I think is what takes him from being, like, a seven to a six for me, Brianna. <laughs> Okay. Because it's like, it's so true. So when we get to the Goodreads reviews, everyone remember what I said about Zayden. I think out of 10, he's probably like a six. Mm -hmm. mm. But he just like somehow makes, think, like somehow sucks you in. I feel like I think Zayden, he's probably hot. I just really don't feel but like But like, he's got a weird style. Like he's probably like styled 
for the era, like the time period. So like, like looking back on the middle school pictures, like, Oh, cringe, you know, like he gives that kind of energy. Like he's very up with the trends, but the trends aren't going to follow. I just sent you guys a picture of how I um, pictured Zayden. I pictured him as the Notre Dame quarterback, Sam Hartman. No, no that's how I pictured way. him. That is not Zayden. This man is not Zayden. Like that man. I'm, I'm speaking my truth. I pictured. So I hear you. This man is giving Sawyer to me. Oh, 100% no for me. I actually didn't think okay. Sawyer was really that hot. Okay. No, I totally think Zayden is like um, whoever played Prince Caspian. Who's that? Like who played that? Oh, yeah. The Narnia. I thought Jimmy D from uh, no. Zayden Zayden is giving me like tall, skinny. um, Ooh, Allie. Okay, he. Okay, this man. I thought Jimmy D is very attractive, but. This man gives to yeah. like all American for Zayden. I feel like Zayden is not giving in oh, my heart you have all to American. Him up. I think he's going to be a little bit more pale than him and then tatted. Like picture yeah. the tat. I don't guy. know. Zayden is giving to me. He's giving like tall, skinny, like mad at the world. But she Which literally said like how muscular he was. And, like, she always talked about his hair. So that's why it's giving Sam Hartman. I do see that he could be paler. Than Sam. He has to be paler than Sam. No, it says that uh, he has he also dark skin in the book. Hair. Oh, yeah, it does say that he, he has, has like, darker skin. skin. Yeah. Oh, really? So, no, I stand by it. I stand by it. Sam Hartman. Okay, Just well, with that. definitely agree We will this. see when this series comes out, y'all. Yeah. Because I, I think I, it's going to happen. Okay, but okay, but let's be real. Like, when they put it on TV, he's going to be hot. I'm because just he deserves to be. Oh, yeah. I'm just speaking my truth by saying, like, be. I don't think the way he was described <laughs> Was giving hot to me. It was giving mad at the world energy. I'm mind mad at the world energy. Can you blame him? No, I don't no. blame him. Now, beginning, <laughs> I thought Ooh, like, yeah. man, this kid's got a buck up his butt. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get you. Okay, any other um, people no, from your okay, notes, so we, Jess? No, that's it. <laughs> the only thing too with Liam, I totally agree with what you're saying. I picture not specifically this person, but the energy. I picture um, Travis Kelsey getting Taylor Swift in the car, like the protectiveness and like the like, like just very confident. Like, so that's the energy I pictured for Liam where he was like very protective, but like also giant, like people are going to love him. But I didn't see like Travis Kelsey's face or anything like that. I kind of picture. Yes, I agree. Similarly, same vein. I picture like Chris Evans, but much younger, obviously, because he's in his forties now. But like, like that kind of energy for Liam. Yes, I I pictured blonde. Yeah, yes, for sure. Where where Dane was giving me Gail vibes, Liam was giving me Peta vibes. I okay. Peta's not if Peta was like six five. Right, if Peta was taller. Um. Peta was not hot to me at all. Josh Hutchinson was my very first like childhood crush. So I still think he's cute. But um, but I just mean like in terms of like his character. Like okay, well, I can't not like, not, like the energy. Character, but like his like personality. Okay. Yeah. My turn for the questions. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Zayden and Violet are destined to be mates like they're dragons because their dragons aren't mates? Like, do you think once their dragons got mated, it was, like, destiny, they have to be mates now? 
No. I can't expand no. on that. I just I don't, don't think that think this so. will have me. Yeah. I don't think they'll be mates because I don't think that they have human mates. Um, or it would have like been, I think their dragons could have influenced like some of their emotions. Like when they were having sexy time, sexy dragon time, their um, first they kiss. were feeling some of the emotions. Yeah. But I think like the blue dragon was already kind of interested in violet. And so like the dragons are similar to their writers in my brain, like they find what they need. And so I think it makes sense that they're together and why the dragons are mates. And then they picked the people. Hmm. So then that to me a little bit sounds like Allie, like you think they are destined to be together due to the fact that like they pick compatible mates. Like I think, so I think dragons pick compatible people and the fact that they are mates like means that they're the dragons are compatible with each other, but I don't think there is a mate. I think that they could have been happy with anything. I just think that it's more <laughs> faded because of um the my mom and your dad hate each other. Like that's the trope that I, I find, not like the faded mates thing. Mm. Cause it's not like been brought up in this world. So I mean it might happen, who knows? But I think it's a choice and that they're compatible. Yeah, I feel like they're not destined to be lovers. <laughs> um, I feel like due to the dragons, I feel like if, like, for example, Liam and Violet's dragons were mates, then I feel like mm-hmm. the outcome between Violet and Zayden would have been the same. They just would have used mm-hmm. a different justification for getting there. Because even before mm-hmm. Taryn bonded with Violet, um, Zayden already like mm-hmm. had his sight set on her and like was pretty in love. So mm-hmm. I don't think it had anything anything to do with the dragons. I think the dragons like hurried it along. I did mm-hmm. think it was so annoying and dumb that they could talk to each other through their brains through their dragons because yeah. their dragons were mates. Like I, I understood the bonding with your dragon and being able to talk to your dragon, but. You know, Keely, you explain mm-hmm. your thoughts and then I'll go. My gut answer was no. But after what Jess said, like that, that, that makes more sense. Um, because like Zayden said, he had his eyes fixed on her from the very beginning. And she even also had like a very strong attraction to him um, when she saw him for the first time. Maybe not um like a love attraction but she was like whoa who is that um so i think that they would have been together even if their dragons were not mated but like jess said i think it hurried it along or even strengthened the relationship even more because they have Mm -hmm. this like obviously like life or death bond um so yeah i think they would be mates even if their dragons weren't together which also side note mm -hmm. that's so cute that like dragons have such strong mate bonds like so sweet i for a hot second thought indarna was their dragon yeah their baby that's their baby that's so freaking cute and then i was like no her her parents died and i was like oh that's so sad but it's so cute that you're like taking her under your wing literally literally that's mm-hmm. just so sweet. yeah i have similar thoughts however i think that 
you mentioned like if like Liam and Violet's dragons were mates, I do think that she would have ended up with Liam because I think like them being in each other's head like may like changed things, progressed things. So I wonder if like they hadn't been in each other's head and she and Liam would have been in each other's head. I'm just curious to see how that would have played out. I don't think that the dragons being mates makes them mates. I just think it makes them like they can communicate with each other literally anytime. Mm-hmm. So it just makes them like stronger bonded. To me, yeah. like mm-hmm. Liam and Violet would be giving like brother sister bond. Yeah. I and like think they would too, become more like personally entwined as a brother sister mm-hmm. bond via their dragons. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like for me, sure, Liam we can fall in love. yeah i think too they would have if liam and violet were sharing the dragons um like that i think it would have turned into a forbidden fruit reason why they are together and i think that's what piqued each other's interest maybe that's what helped move it along is that he like they knew about each other and then their actions didn't meet didn't match the stories that they had been told of like the other people and Mm-hmm. So I think maybe like that would have turned into a forbidden fruit. Like the only way Liam, I think, and Violet would ever happen was if Zayden was out of the equation because Liam was so loyal and he's like, this is my brother and my brother is with you. So like, I don't see you like that in any capacity. Yeah. I think okay. Been cute, who, is, who is everyone's favorite character and why? Oh, I got this in the bag. Karen, 100%. I know he's a dragon, <laughs> but homeboy... Mm. <laughs> he is my guy. And again, his voice in the series better freaking be Liam Neeson. <laughs> That's all I had to say. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, I'll go next because mine is Anderna. I thought she was so sweet and precious. And just side little tangent. When Zayden had like the harness made for Taryn and then when he had another one made for Anderna mm-hmm. to like attach onto him I was like that is so precious so sweet. Mm-hmm. like I mm-hmm. that did change Zayden in my heart a little bit um but <clears throat> no I just loved I loved Anderna and I loved like how she was so willing to like risk herself for Violet and even just like for the things Violet wanted like trying to save somebody else like, not just for the sake of saving Violet. I don't know. She's just such a sweet little dragon. I think she's going to be a really great character. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she's going to she's gonna come out a total slay. Like yeah, and does. I just love that she, that both of them bonded with Violet. I can't, I struggle to remember Violet's name, even though I know I've said it a thousand times, but you'll notice I've hesitated each time because I have to think about it. <laughs> oh, you don't want to call her violence? <laughs> no, I, no, I hated that. <laughs> cheese that was the cheese 100 percent um Allie, Allie, who is oh, your i haven't shared you your favorite every week. i know i know this is a question every week and i don't like or every month and i don't even think about it before i would say i really liked mira myra mira i loved how she just was like i'm gonna yell at mom like i think she's gonna have a really great character moment where she joins the side with um them trying to get rid of those bad dudes mm-hmm. and go against her mom and I'm just waiting so excited I love how she was like yeah makes sense you're gonna do it anyways might as well go with you 
or like, here, take these boots. Let me help you. I'm going to save the book. Like she's a very thoughtful sister in a world that is very rough Mm -hmm. and she's rough around the edges, but I kind of like it. Um, so I really like her. I love the dragons. Yeah. Yeah. I loved Liam. Yeah. XOXO to Liam. I loved Liam. Like Liam. It's it's too hard for me to have him as my favorite because he's gone. Yeah. But he, yeah. yeah. It's giving Mark's energy 100%. Liam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, my favorite 100% was Liam. He was just loyal. He was just loyal. Sorry for all the dinging, but y'all keep texting. So all these dings are going to be in the recording. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just love Liam there. And I loved the dragons. I really did like Zayden. I didn't hate Violet. I just, again, didn't understand why she's so frail. Like, I just want to know more. That's more on the author's part than her part. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, I liked um, the healer. We didn't get to, like, see much of him, but he was just really nice and, like, compassionate towards Violet. Like, we met him at the beginning. and Nolan? They mentioned him a couple times. Yeah, Nolan. Um, and then, of course, <laughs> my freaking favorite... Another favorite is Brennan. Like the fact that he wrote um, Myra, Mira, the whole book, and then like she kept it. Ugh, I just thought he's just great. I just love him. I'm obsessed. Basically, Brianna likes everybody in this book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> favorite part, favorite character, mm-hmm. can't pick. It's just a solid book. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I liked Zayden a lot too. Like, I feel that. Yeah. Okay, let's get into Goodreads reviews. Let's start with Jess. Oh, <clears throat> this is going to take a minute. It's so long. Um, <laughs> Chloe gave this book four stars, just like me. And her Goodreads review said, dot, 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 slay. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah. Big rating, little thoughts. Okay, Allie. I picked Larissa's review, five stars. I'm not emotionally stable enough to wait until November for the next book. And I understand that November 6th is like a week away. I'm still not emotionally stable enough to be waiting this week. Keely? I picked Eamon's review, five stars. If y'all see me on the news tomorrow, it's because I broke into this author's house and tried to steal a manuscript for the sequel, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even begin to describe the attachment and love I have for this book and its characters. It's one of my favorite books of all time now. The author really wrote the most heart-wrenching, emotionally loaded, appetite-terminating sentences and said, deal with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have two. First one's from Honestly Sophie. One star, she said, Zayden wears skinny jeans. He 100% does. <laughs> That's the biggest ick of all time for me. <laughs> I don't feel like he wears skinny jeans. I just thought that was funny. I do. I don't think he wears, think he wears jeans. jeans. I think he he's, his Part thighs are too like, muscular <laughs> to fit into skinny jeans. But, I mean, he is wearing leather pants, so take that for what you will. Mm-hmm. They're all wearing leather. so. And then the next one is Daisy's one-star review. It says, who had a gun to the head of everyone who rated this five stars? Rebecca. At no, three of the four plus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Funny. So let's talk about independent reads and stars. Um, same order, Jess. What you been reading, girl? I started reading... <clears throat> It's called the uh, 
<laughs> stammering, sorry. A Lady's Guide to Etiquette and Murder. Can't remember who it's by. Not going to look it up because I will be talking about it again next podcast. It's fine. I'm only probably like 25% to the way through. So I'll give a more in-depth response in November on that one. But that's all. I'm hitting a reading slump. Yeah, I feel that. Same. Allie? I feel like I stopped telling the books I read after tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. So that way I would like not get confused. Okay, good. So some of these I read before we recorded our last one, but I read things we hide from the light, which is um, part of the knock them out series was number two by Lucy score. I gave that one four stars. Um, I, I think it's like a four and a half for me. Um, And then I read the second or the third book things we left behind from knock them out book three and I give that one five stars. I think under further reflection, book one, I originally gave five stars. I would give that four because book three was the best one. Um, and then I read Hello Stranger by Catherine Center. I gave that three stars. I actually wrote a review on it, which I rarely do. So I loved The Bodyguard, which is one of her books. That was a ni- This one was a nice read too, but didn't meet my five-star expectations. I liked the premise. Um, but Sadie was so marriage hungry and boy crazy. It was a little bit overdone and it made me not enjoy her character. So the end was really good, but Sadie as a character left some to be desired. I read hook line and sinker by Tessa Bailey. I gave that four stars. I read star crossed letters by Sarah Deham gave that three stars. I read The Fall of Bradley Reed, which is Seasons of Revenge, book three, and it's by Morgan Elizabeth. I gave that four stars. Um, That's a really fun series book. Um, Each one is a different season. So it's getting time for Christmas, and the Christmas book is the first one. So if you're looking for a little romance um, revenge one, it's really cool. Then I read The Unfortunate Side Effects of Heartbreaking Magic. I gave it three stars. Loved the last hundred pages. It was very slow to get into the plot because there are so many characters and they never stopped character development. Very nice. Um, Keely? I did not finish any books. I put a book on hold to finish this one. That's Never Lie by Frieda McFadden. I started it actually before our last book club book. So I will pick that back up because I actually am really enjoying it. Um... So yeah, but when I put on Goodreads that I finished this book, I hit my yearly goal. So yeah, girls, you shout out. I will be over my goal by the end of the year. I'm proud of you. Period. That's good. I love it. Um, speaking of which, um, Allie and Jess, how are you guys doing on your reading challenges? Oh, I'm doing great. I surpassed it a while ago. Over Um, I've read 72 out of 50 books. Yeah. Yeah. I did 50 this year. Um, a hundred was just, I did that last year and that was fine, but Sam was also out of the country for most of the year. So right. That helped. Um, so I, I've read 72 books this year. Nice. I'm at 21 out of 25. So I'm pretty, pretty on track to do that. Yeah, girl. I've read 32 this year. My goal's 40. The whole, like, year I've been, like, 
five books ahead of schedule, 10 books ahead of schedule. And I've been in such a reading slump. So the only book I've read is Fourth Wing. But I feel like this book is, like, going to be the one that brings me out of my slump. Um, Right now I'm one book behind schedule, so I got, like, some work to do. Also, like, football season's coming to an end. Volleyball season just ended, so I have Tuesday nights freed up. So I'm super excited. Um, I had started um, this book a long time ago, Practice Makes Perfect by Sarah Adams. I literally started, like, so long ago. I don't even know. I started several months ago. And I've only read read one chapter. Like, I'm 2% in. So I will be starting it over (laughs) because I couldn't tell you what happened. But this one is about... um, Y'all remember when we read When in Rome? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the three sisters, y'all remember Annie? <laughs> mm-hmm. Who owned yes. the flower shop? Flower like, shop. This one's about her. Oh. Cool. So mm-hmm. she was my favorite character from that book. And I've heard really good things about this book from, like, people that liked it way better than When in Rome. So I have high hopes. And it's, like, so short. Um. So, yeah, I'm hoping that Fourth Wing brought me out of my slump so that I can get back on my reading grind. Like I said, with my schedule freeing up a little bit, I have more time to read. But I only have to read eight more by the end of the year. So I'm like, I can do it. I can do it. Mm-hmm. You it's it. worth noting yeah, that... Yeah, you get the book fast. Two things to note about Brianna. Her reading goal was 20. So has surpassed that and just continues to create new goals to make life harder. That's true. Um, and then when she says like, oh, football and volleyball season, she's a cheer coach. So that's why it's like harder for her to read during those times. Cause she's like driving to games with the cheerleaders, things like that. So yeah, just little explanation about Brianna trying to pretend like her reading goal is always 40. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So it started as 18 and then I was at like 15. I upped it to 26 and then I got to like 21 and I was like, okay, I'll just up it to 40. <laughs> yeah. I like I to read like to do that. I don't like to do that to myself. I I like to surpass it so I know, like, okay, how far past my goal should I, like, change for next year? Mm. Yeah, I'm more of a, Mm -hmm. if I had kept it at 18, I probably would have just, like, stopped reading. Mm. I just don't think you would have because you were having so much fun reading. (laughs) But we've had this discussion before, so we don't have to do that. I have faith the fun is returning. All right, so, um, remember... To follow us um, on Instagram at prosoverbros underscore. Um, you can follow us on TikTok, Goodreads, all the things. Um, our next month's book um, will be Jess's pick. Super excited. So watch out for that announcement on November 3rd. And then on November 24th um, on Black Friday, where you are going to be at home shopping while you're walking around shopping, you can have one AirPod in listening to our next episode where we cover our November book. So um, I had so much fun talking about this book with you guys. I'm so glad that y'all convinced me to pick it. <laughs> and that's all I got. I'm Cheers. 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 Cheers, ladies.